getting to this point and making sure that we were ready for this right now has been Hi, it's Janneke, and this is Bricks to Bytes, where we talk about the gritty realities of adopting modern technologies and what it takes to go digital. That voice you just heard, that's Cam Couch, founder and chief commercial officer of Ethica. Ethica is a Canadian tech startup that delivers innovative networking solutions to businesses across the country. Don't let the fact that Cam leads a tech startup fool you. Changing how you work and the tools you use to do that is hard for everyone. If you're struggling with motivating your team, staying creative, or adopting new technologies, this episode is for you. Cam and I get real about how the lockdown has changed his business, the challenge of leading an innovation team that can't co-locate, and the surprisingly soothing power of avocado toast. Here's Cam. What we do is we take internet connectivity that's out there and we can clean it up and we can make sure that applications like Zoom or voice over IP or you know, Teams, whatever, are prioritized over all other traffic going on the network. It's one of the things that our product can do that has an incredible amount of value to businesses that have as their you know, sort of post-COVID strategy to have people work from home occasionally and to have this concept of either hot desking or staggered work weeks, et cetera, where a sales calls where somebody needs to be, you know, have clean internet or a clean zoom call, like looks like your zoom call and not like my zoom call right now is, in, is incredibly important. And there's, there's, we know that there are employers out there who will enable some of their staff, maybe not all of them, to have a technology like ours. So we are in the process right now of productizing that offering, testing it in the market with uh, some of our channel partners uh, who are all ISPs around uh, North America to be able to deliver something in a timely fashion to people who need it. The opportunity's there. It's, it's the speed with which we can deliver. Delivering at speed is clearly top of mind for Cam. With COVID-19, he sees potential for the business, but it's also introduced some challenges. It's interesting because we're, we're sort of putting it together day by day. It took me probably 30 days before I got into any kind of a routine. And then my wife got laid off. So that routine... We, we had something worked out and then that got changed and I have standing meetings with my team every day and that's changed four, four times. Yeah. So, so then it, it changed and then I changed again and then now it's dispersed throughout the morning. I have a call every morning at eight o'clock. I then have a call with the whole team at nine o'clock and then I have individual calls 10 o'clock and uh, 10.30. I just got off of, of one before hopping on here. And it's just, it's all this like little piecemeal and trying to get stuff done in a half an hour and then trying to empower people to do more independently. I'm a guy who loves, uh, I, I, I love I, ideas. I love collaboration. I love whiteboarding. And for me, this is really difficult has been has proven to be really difficult 
to sit and, and actually think about the words that I'm saying on a call in a half an hour, because you only get so many words in that call and they have to be precise enough. Like that back to that, like ABC, like accuracy, brevity, and clarity. Like those things are really important now, because if I say, you know, if I'm distracted for 20 seconds while I'm trying to give someone a directive and that direct, I have to redo that directive again, everybody's trying to make do eight hours of productivity in about six hours. Uh, and that's that's the, the lucky of us have six hours to to do it. But yeah, it's it's been very challenging for us. We're sort of now just getting the hang of it, and our business is, you know, really starting to pick up, which is kind of nice. People are going back to work, but there's all kinds of needs for and innovative ways to support home workers and to support sort of this new normal of of office. So that's been nice, but but getting to this point and making sure that we were ready for this right now has been it's been a challenge and when you say ready for this what is the this and how do you define what would ready look like yeah so i think so i started this business because we realized that there was an opportunity for a, a company with uh not not product leadership and not the customer intimacy but the, but the model of operational excellence and, and delivering through operational excellence, being able to deliver a lower price for the product that we offer. And it opens up this huge market that exists with people who need our service. But we need to have really tight processes. We need to you know, test those again and again and again, make sure that we're very clear in, in our messaging, marketing messaging, but also all the sell-through messaging and all the, we sell through a channel, so enabling them. So, that being ready was no anxiety, no anxiety around the entire business and all of the sort of end-to-end -end processes. And we're trying to do that in half-hour increments right now, as opposed to sit in a room, map it all out with a bunch of swim lanes, have somebody run a Visio, put it all together, and you know, talk about it the next day and sign off on it. That process now takes a lot of time, and you have to go in and, you know, collaboration has taken on less of a uh, everybody in a room let's all collaborate in real time and it's more I guess more agile and you, you're actually you know you have your stand-up meeting these are the things I'm gonna get done today and uh, tomorrow I'm gonna report on the things that I got done and you know what didn't I get done and we've we have this concept here that we use called the emotional bank account and it's you know, a promise made is a promise delivered. And if you don't deliver on that promise, you've made a withdrawal out of your emotional bank account. But if you keep delivering, then you're making deposits. And the, the problem we had when we first were faced with COVID was we were over-promising and under-delivering internally to each other and almost everything that we did because we're all optimists or we all thought we could get things done uh, faster than we could. We wanted to get them done. There was a need to get them done. And so we, uh, I guess, you know, sort of lost the plot on that for a little bit. And until we realized like, you know, there's a reality here, we're resource constrained. We can't go and hire a bunch of people. And, you know, the people that we do have have limited time available to them. So we just need to sort of as a team decide, okay, well, let's make the most of our time and let's really prioritize what's important right now because it's back to those rocks, the, that concept of you know, focus on the big rocks, 
first, otherwise you'll never fill the jar. We had to really make sure that we weren't getting distracted and it took a lot of discipline from our team to go, okay, this actually isn't that important. As nice as it would be to have beautiful reports coming out of Google Analytics, as long as we have the numbers, that's good enough for right now and let's go. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's our story so far. Communication is clearly very critical to Cam and his team. They're looking to adjust quickly to a new reality, and they were used to being physically together most of the time to figure that out. His team is also super focused on operational efficiency, so I asked Cam to talk about how he's dealing with some of the challenges of using predominantly digital technologies to communicate and to innovate instead of the in-person interactions he was used to now more so than I think in the past where you could say, I really meant this in a offhanded conversation across a desk somewhere to somebody, or let's think this through. You have a finite amount of time to get an idea across power to the copywriters who are able to sort of think through sort of word strategy and, and come up with the best way to, you know, get down to two scoops of raisins and a Kellogg's raisin brand and Kellogg's raisin brand. Like it's simple and it's clear and you get it, but it probably took hours for them to come up with that, that idea. I used to be able to just sit in a room in the onboarding process and go, okay, now let's talk about this. Or let me draw out the architecture and let me show you the stack and, and, and how it's deployed and explain all of the elements all on a whiteboard or all in a room. Now I have to do that in 30 minute chunks. So that alone has been difficult because now I do pre-planning for every half hour meeting that I have. And I, I'm trying to do it all in bulk. There was a, uh, a guy um, that I used to work for and, and he would be in, he had every day in his calendar, he had a 7.30 to eight o'clock every single day where it was just planning for his day. And so I, I've tried to ascribe to that same model. I, I feel like it's, it's a good one. And, and right now it's been a little bit more difficult than it was when I was in my office, but it's planning for all of that and what I'm going to say and making sure that I'm not missing ideas is really difficult. I use Trello now and I have my own personal Trello board and I just track ideas in a checklist. Every time I have an idea, I open up the Trello app on my phone and I make sure that it's in that checklist and then I can check it off when I've actually actioned that item. I have to really be aware of, of using the technology that I have in my hand because I may be out taking my daughter for a walk to sort of tire her out, but I have this idea. And I used to, that idea may have come between eight o'clock and five o'clock. And in the past, it may have come after five o'clock. It might've come, but I, I just don't have the ability to get an idea out of my head to the person that needs to have that idea and run with it as well as I used to be able to. We're trying to communicate changes to our UX and our product. And it's like, okay, now, now I have to say this in a text message, which means I have to be insanely clear on what I want. Like this knowing, you know, even just a hierarchy in a web app, like what is a, a value and what's a field and, you know, what type of list is this? <laughs> in, like all of those things, I need you to change the field called this to this or the value needs to be this kind of a value. That kind of uh, accuracy is critical right now. 
is, is more critical than, than I think it's ever been because you could be far more iterative. And it's funny you talk about agile development, like even agile development is you're working in sprints. And for us, it's like our, our sprints are days. You know, our development sprints are still, are still week long or two week long, but you know, as an operations team, our sprints are days. And so you don't get to be as iterative as fluid maybe as operations would have been. I don't get the opportunity to change the scope of something during the day anymore. <laughs> I have to know what the scope is at the beginning of every day so that I don't confuse things or muddy it and we don't get anything done. So how's that going? <laughs> uh, you know what? It's a learning process. The, the other thing that I think is amplified right now in, in all of this is people learn differently. People react to how you say things differently. We have this, this new guy and, and he was apologetic yesterday for misinterpreting a Slack message that I had uh, sent him. And, and it was, you know, as a, as a leader of the business, I, I am now under the microscope for every word, especially for somebody that I'm onboarding, the first thousand words are the first thousand words. That's the first impression this guy's going to have of me. And that impression is going to last a long time until I can change it. If I seem obtuse or I seem curt, that affects people. And it's really important to slow down to, to do the organizational things. It's like clean up your inbox, that sort of maintenance, sort of the digital maintenance in a time like this where things are you know, a little bit squirrely and people are pulled in a, you know, a bunch of different directions, it's easy to lose sight of how much anxiety plays a role in your day-to-day -day actions and, and what you say and how to reduce that anxiety by, I don't know, maybe scheduling some time out for yourself or some time to organize or some time to clear thoughts, make way for new ones, those sorts of things. And are you doing that? I'm doing the best I can right now we're now eating avocado and and tomato every single day for lunch that's what we've done every day for lunch for 100 million days however long this thing has been going <laughs> we've been doing it that that many days and it it's it's just a it lowers my anxiety i don't have to think about that i know that that takes about 10 minutes to toast some bread throw some mayonnaise on it a slice of tomato and a slice of avocado like the longest part of all of that is scooping out the avocado and washing your hands after yeah, so, so I think we're sort of hitting our stride now. We're, we're good, and I, uh, we can start a... I've got less anxiety around making sure that my team is okay and making sure that my business is okay and, and making sure that my family's okay. Like, in my opinion, it, it's been more of like a... How am I staying whole? Staying whole. It's such an important reminder to stay whole and to celebrate the happy surprises, the silver linings that come with having to do things differently. Like everybody's in the same boat and everybody sort of understands and you get a buy for my webcam looking like this for right now. You get a buy for your kid running in the background. And it's like, I've met, I've met people, I've met family members of people that I've been having Zoom calls with that I would have never met. And now it's like, I'm actually connecting with people better than I think I had ever, I would have ever connected with them. 
and and they're inviting me into their home and and for most part yeah, they can't avoid it it's 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 keep your job and invite people into your home right now or or don't keep your job i guess or i, I don't know what the alternative is but everybody is okay it seems with with doing it and it's actually made relationships i think a little bit better it's a little more personable and i i thrive on that i'm i'm an emotional person and and when I can connect with somebody, I really like that. That's, I think, the part that I like the most. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bricks to Bites. I hope we leave you feeling inspired, a little excited even, to take some of Cam's ideas and put them to use for you and your team. For more information about Cam and Ethica, or to find out more about this podcast, please visit orangegate.ca backslash Bricks to Bites. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like it and share it with a friend or colleague. I'm Yannicka Ritchie. Thanks for joining me. And until next time, stay well and go digital. <laughs>